Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world's bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features, get your free mind snack now. Today we'll unlock the book Secrets of Power Negotiating, Inside Secrets from a Master Negotiator. Do you think negotiation is something that happens once in a blue moon for you? Actually, it may not be that rare. Negotiations do not necessarily happen around a negotiating table. Instead, they are closely related to our daily life and can happen anywhere. The author tells a story that happened between him and his daughter. When Dawson's daughter graduated from high school, she wanted to get several graduation gifts that included a five-week trip to Europe, $1,200 for spending, and a new set of luggage. Dawson's daughter was very smart and did not ask for everything all at once. At first, she told Dawson that she wished to have a trip to Europe. After Dawson agreed to it, she waited a few weeks, and then wrote down the recommended amount of money for the trip, which she managed to get Dawson to commit to as well. Finally, at the last minute before leaving home, she said, you wouldn't want me going to Europe with that ratty old set of luggage, would you? All the kids will be there with new luggage and she got the set of luggage as well. Actually, what Dawson's daughter did to get what she wanted was a negotiation. Negotiations like this happen a lot in our daily life. If your kid asks you for pocket money, that's a negotiation. If you request a favor from your friend, that's a negotiation. If you talk with your boss to get a salary raise, that's also a negotiation. What is worth noting in this example is that if Dawson's daughter had asked for everything all at once from the beginning, he would have tried to bargain with her by negotiating down the spending money and refusing to buy the new luggage. But since his daughter asked for things one by one, he eventually agreed to give her all she wanted. What Dawson's daughter used is actually a very common negotiating strategy known as nibbling. Strategies like this can help you solve problems in your work and life, whether you are facing a crisis or a minor issue. And that's what this bookie wants to offer you. In this bookie, we will go through the book Secrets of Power Negotiating to decode the secret techniques of a master negotiator. This book is a classic when it comes to learning about negotiations. It teaches some of the basic techniques and strategies that people use so that you can be well prepared for a negotiation. It will also help you understand when these techniques are being implemented by opponent, which will certainly give you an advantage. Dawson discusses simple rules and techniques that can give you leverage when negotiating, whether it is a high-dollar business deal or simply getting your kids to wash the dishes. Equally important, Dawson's theories and teachings will help prevent you from making critical mistakes in your negotiations. The author Roger Dawson was born in England and immigrated to California in 1962. Within 30 years, he rose from being an ordinary immigrant to becoming an advisor to former U.S. President Bill Clinton. Dawson is a superstar negotiation expert, he is the embodiment of extraordinariness and a perfect example of the American dream. Apart from having been an advisor to the former U.S. President, he is also an eminent professional speaker and former president of one of the largest real estate companies in California. Moreover, Dawson is the founder and lead consultant of the Power Negotiating Institute and a top expert in commercial negotiation. Dawson is regarded as one of the most important senior advisors of the Clinton administration and one of the best negotiators in the world. 
this bookie will break down Dawson's negotiating techniques in three parts. Part 1, Fundamental Negotiation Principles. Part 2, Typical Negotiation Gambits. Part 3, Resolving Conflicts. Now let's start the first part of this bookie. Before we go into the negotiating tactics in detail, we would like to talk about some of the general principles of negotiation. These principles are equally important as the negotiating tactics and should always be kept in mind during a negotiation. The first principle is related to collecting sufficient information about the other negotiating side. As the saying goes, information is power. The more you know about your opponent, the higher your chances of winning. That's why countries send spies to other countries despite the huge cost, and why salespersons spend time investigating their potential clients. Top negotiators view information collection as a critical step before the actual negotiation, since they cannot win without having sufficient and accurate information. There are numerous ways of gathering information. The simplest one is to ask your opponent directly. Some are reluctant to ask questions out of fear of offending their opponent or being refused. But actually, asking questions the right way will allow you to not only learn more about your opponent, but to also build a close rapport with him. Dawson mentioned that one key aspect about asking questions during a negotiation is to avoid using of the word why as much as possible. Questions that start with why can arouse an unfriendly feeling and can sound like an interrogation. For example, if you ask somebody why did you do that, the other side may interpret that it as being blamed for something. Instead, formulating the question in a more tactful way can avoid hard feelings and sound much better, such as, you probably had a good reason to do that, or what was it? Dawson also stresses the use of open-ended questions for effectively bringing more information to the table. Open-ended questions are basically questions that cannot be answered with a simple yes or no or a specific answer. For example, how old are you is not an open-ended question, but close-ended question since the answer is a specific number. In contrast, how do you feel about being your age is an open-ended question. The answer can be anything, and hence it could contain more information. In a negotiation, open-ended questions are good, because they get the conversation going and can also gain and provide more information. Besides information collection, another important negotiation principle is to focus on the current issues and avoid being distracted by the moves of the opponent. Specifically, Dawson tells us that the main things in a negotiation are the bargaining and concessions related to the issue. These two decide the outcome of the negotiations. Negotiation is like a tennis match, all good players know that the only thing that matters is the movement of the ball, so they always concentrate on it rather than on the actions of their opponent. If you are the buyer in the negotiation, there are some sales techniques that you'll need to be aware of, because they are done in order to divert your attention to rather less important issues. For example, a common way to sell expensive products is by offering payments in monthly installments. This way, the product looks more attractive than in the original price. However, monthly installments do not reduce the price of the product, so if what really matters to you is the total cost of the product, you'll need to be careful not to get lured in by the trick of a monthly payment. Similarly, when some video websites promote their yearly subscription plan, 
they may emphasize the daily cost instead of the yearly cost, giving the impression of being very cheap and hence increases the chances of you purchasing it. You may not realize that it's actually not cheaper, unless you look at the total yearly cost. These techniques are used to divert your attention to something unimportant, that is easier to accept. If you encounter them, you need to keep a clear head and not let them get your mind into turmoil. The key is to always keep the main issue in mind and focus on it. The third negotiating principle is to always try to be the side that's writing the contract. In a negotiation, the two sides usually start with verbal talks and bargaining. After agreements are achieved on all points, the two sides will start to write down the points in a contract for further review and approval. This is when we need to be alert. The side who writes the contract will possess a big advantage over the other side. This is because the side that's writing the contract can interpret the points in their favor, leaving the other side to make the decision whether to sign it or not. Although the written terms cannot deviate from the established agreement, the clarification on some minor points can be significant enough for one side to gain advantage over the other. Dawson also notes that in some situations, it is natural for both sides to have different interpretations of the agreement. Being the one writing the contract is not just about taking advantage, but about maximizing your understanding of the terms being agreed by the other side. Dawson's years of experience in negotiation suggests that it's crucial to read the contract carefully before signing it, especially when you have revised the contract many times. The reason for this is because today's contracts are usually written on a computer and printed out, and there are no marks showing the changes that were made in the revisions. This gives your opponent an opportunity to change details secretly without you noticing. You need to be especially careful about this when you have many issues to settle and have to revise the contract many times during a long period of time. In this situation, the negotiation time and the number of revisions are more than enough for your opponent to secretly remove some minor terms or modify some items in a slightly different way. If you fail to notice these changes, things could go terribly wrong in the years to come. Therefore, it is important for you to review the contract thoroughly after each revision. This may save you big troubles in the future. That's everything related to the principles of negotiation. Now let's have a brief review. First, before a negotiation, we should collect as much information as possible about the opponent, since this information will be able to boost our bargaining power. Second, during the negotiation, we need to be calm and focus on the main issue. We need to be very careful not to be distracted by the opponent. Third, we should try to be the one writing the contract. Also, we should review the contract carefully after each revision in order to avoid future problems caused by unnoticed changes. Only by keeping these principles in mind will we be able to handle a negotiation with ease and gain advantage. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. Get your free mind snack now.